planning for the unplanned. It seems a little ironic to say it like that, but we as teachers need to always be planning for things that we don't see coming. Whether it's a new student or an absence or a pop-up sub situation, if you want some really helpful organizational tips that are going to help you plan for the unplanned, then this episode is for you. My amazing friend, Eris Rossi, is dropping some things that are both really helpful and quite frankly, she's just also super adorable. And I think you are going to find huge value in these tips. So let's get rolling. Only in our world is this normal. It's me, Monica Genta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. She is just the sweetest thing ever. We actually met um, via Teacher Heart Out, which has been a really cool experience, I think, probably for both of us. And I'm really excited to chat with you because you are coming at us with some ideas on how we can make those um, extra people in our classrooms feel prepared and extra special. So um, why don't you go ahead and just tell us that first group of people who you're really trying to target? So we all know that our jobs are really hard, and I always look for ways to kind of make our teacher lives a little bit easier, a little bit more organized, and just take a little bit of the workload off, especially at the beginning of the year. Um, We're all stretched really thin, and so um, a teammate of mine helped me out my first couple years of teaching, because I would just constantly get new students added to my roster all the time, and I would have to just prepare and get those really important students, because they're super important. They didn't start with the rest of us. You want them to feel special. You want to make those connections connections and build those relationships with those new students that you get. And she would help me get these, um, call them like a welcome kit mm-hmm. for my new kids, for really important new kids. So it's super simple. And I'll show you kind of what mine looks like. And yeah. Towards primary classrooms, but you can adapt this for any grade level. Sure. So it was literally, it's a plastic Ziploc bag full of really awesome goodies. And okay. Um, it'll have like a little informational brochure for them. So they know all about third grade, um, for their parents. It'll have, um, like a name tag. We, you know, as primary people, we love colorful name tags. Oh yeah. Have one ready to go. So all I have to do is take this out. It's laminated, write their name, um, information down with Sharpie. I have, um, their notebooks ready to go. It's, it's just basically... Uh, kind of like a kit that you prepare ahead of time. And I prepare usually like maybe about five to eight just because you never know how many kids are going to get throughout the school year. But I just love having these ready um, because it really helps the student kind of feel like they're a part of our family right away. Yeah. It's weird about starting a month, two months, middle of the school year. You know, they're just ready to go from the get go. Mm -hmm. 
I love also having all this information for them to take home to their parents, you know, meet the teacher, mm-hmm. um, important information that I need from their parents and families, um, like a family questionnaire that they can do digitally or by paper, whichever mm-hmm. is best or easiest for them. And it just helps me build that important relationship with that student right away. Yeah. That was I my think first. the parents love that just as much as the kids. Because you know when when parents are transitioning their children to a new spot, they're like uneasy about that too. <laughs> so on the first day of school for their kid to come home with like absolutely everything they need, like I bet that is like, oh, just like this huge weight taken off of them. Very yeah. Cool. You know, as families move or start schools in different places, like it's really hard on them as well. You know, sure. it's, it's their beginning of the school year all over again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. Parents and families have come up to me later on saying, hey, thanks for giving me that kit. I, you know, I looked through it and I, I let them know they don't have to get back to me like the next day. Sure. They could basically go through the information and just kind of bring it in as, as they can. But mm-hmm. it's really been super helpful and it keeps me sane as well because having a new student added to your classes isn't is a big deal you know like I said you want to keep building that relationship with you want to get to know them but you're not overwhelmed at the same time so that was one thing that you know veteran teachers are amazing they're they're just yeah full of ideas so this was just such a great idea that was given to me by one of my veteran mentor teachers that I was like oh yeah duh why didn't I think of that Mm -hmm. Cool. Very cool. And like, I'm thinking back when I've gotten new students, it's dumb, but I get a little bit frustrated. Like now I've messed up my whole grade book order, right? Like it's those silly things. Numbered or yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, but, and then you're also thinking, okay, I've given students this and this and this, I got to go make another copy of this or like, did I already give them that? So just the organizational end, like for the teacher, what a stress reducer just to have them pre-made like all right we're ready to go I love it yeah I can always add to these as well since they're already made the beginning of the school year or over the summer yeah if I add something else that was added to my syllabus or my you know classroom um procedures I could just slip that right in and so it's just something I need to worry about not a ton cool Cool. All right. So students, new students coming in, definitely special people for our classroom. And then I think every teacher can relate to this second group of special people because, oh, oh man, God love this group of people. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about the other important person kit? Okay, so we have a lot of important people to, to kind of, you know, go through, but the two top ones besides new students for me are sub teachers. So this is yeah. my for the sub and um love it that's adorable wait put that back on the screen that's so stinking cute tub for the sub oh my yeah. gosh yeah um, i love you i gotta love us primary people make everything colorful right yes like i said this is adaptable for any grade level as well um mm-hmm. and it'll differ especially for middle school and high school when you have multiple preps or multiple periods to teach sure. but for a you know self-contained primary classroom um this is kind of like the rule book. This has everything that my sub is going to need for that day. Mm-hmm. And um, generally, I have two ways that I use it. The first way is I have it ready to go with like a little sub binder that um, gives my sub a little bit of information like, you know, who's in my class, my roster, my seating chart, um, important fire drill information. Maybe there's like a fire drill or, or some evacuation procedure that they need to know where to, like, to go. Mm-hmm. Important people at school, like my teammates that they can call. Right. Send- student with a note, whatever they need, everything will be here. And it just makes them feel a little bit more welcome and at ease. Um, especially if it's a person who hasn't subbed for you before, it's 
pretty scary going into a classroom with no idea what to expect. Right. Yeah. So love kind of front loading them with a little bit of information. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one way I use it. And I always leave this little, I have this little tub that I got at Target and I labeled it. It's, Target. It's of love course. Target. Come on. <laughs> right. I have this just sitting on top of my desk. So when they come into my classroom, they know. Hey, that's like my territory right there. I'm going to dig in and see what's inside. Mm-hmm. And it'll have my sub plans. So that's one way I use it. Mm-hmm. The second way I use it is kind of like um, an emergency tub for the sub. Mm-hmm. So we all have those days where you get sick like the night before yep. a regular school day. And sometimes you don't have the chance to go back into your classroom and write sub plans for the next day. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is sometimes I like to have a day or two um, of subplans that are generic subplans or things we haven't really gone over in the classroom, but the sub would be able to kind of go through in a day. Mm-hmm. And I call them my emergency subplans. And I like to have those because sometimes, like I said, you just don't know when you're going to get sick. You're going to get a family emergency. Just you never know. Mm-hmm. So I keep maybe like two days worth of emergency plans in there and they're easy enough. They're kind of self-explanatory. The sub can kind of go through them throughout the day and they're kids that they're things that my kids will know how to do. Mm-hmm. So it's throwing them a curveball. Yeah. And that way, if I have the flu, I get strep throat. I have a family emergency with my one-year-old, my sub and Ready to go. my kids will be taken care of. Yeah. And super important for your teachers to take care of themselves as well. You know, mm-hmm. so if you need to take that emergency day. Take it. Know yeah. that your, your class is covered. I love it. Teachers are so good at expecting the unexpected, but yeah. what happens when you're not there to expect the unexpected? That right. like the the tub for the sub that's perfect and having those emergency sub plans. And I love the point about you're not throwing your kids a curveball, an additional curveball, because it's already like, oh, we've got oh, yeah. a sub today. Like that yeah. catches them off guard. So to keep them in as much of a routine as possible, even right. though you're not there, like so so helpful love it like I said you can change things throughout the year so if it's let's say it has a couple of uh, math activities or language arts activities that pertain to the beginning of the year sometimes in the middle of the year I'll revisit this and swap things out keep it new and fresh Mm -hmm. Um, that way it's always updated and ready to go and yeah it's really easy for your teammates to find as well in your classroom so they can always add oh you know what we're gonna need this for today I'm gonna go drop it off in Eris's room in the morning before um the kids get there so it's just kind of a cool thing to have and it it, it definitely keeps me sane and organized throughout the year This is totally an episode that you can watch on video as well. It was a FaceTime recording, and so we made references to a few different things that Eris was actually showing us on camera. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes if you want to get a better visual. But how good are her tips? I would take tips from her all the time, especially food tips. Eris and I are kind of foodies and we are constantly talking about trying new things and I love it. Now, if you want even more tips like this, if you are just picking up what we are throwing down here, I got a new course that is full of tips on how to build ridiculously strong relationships with our staff and students. That course is called The Rooted Classroom and it begins on December 1st It is 100% online in a really flexible Facebook forum. There's video, there's discussion, there's live Q&A on Facebook with me so we can do life together as we do life with our kids. 
Registration is open now at monicagenta.com slash courses. It is at a very, very teacher-friendly price. And I would just be really excited if you joined us so we can continue the incredible tips. Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. I hope that you grabbed a nugget of wisdom from Eris. Thanks so much for living this teacher life.